welcome to Massive Late Fee. And now your hosts, Mark and Carol. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my lovely girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is uh, September 21st, 1996. And we watched a film and a television show. And we have news. Yeah, we do. Well, you do. I don't have news. I never have news. No? no? You should find some news. But I don't read the newspaper. Well, no news is good news. Right? So you've got good news. But I've got good news. NBC has concocted some weird science. Having given America the notion of must-see TV. You've heard this uh, this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, must-see TV. Yep. Uh, NBC rushes off a cliff in Uh-oh. the opposite direction. On Saturday nights this fall. Would you believe must avoid TV? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty harsh. Or how about ripoffs are us TV? Ooh. With an all new Saturday night lineup of hour long dramas that try to glom onto some of the offbeat entertainment vibrations created by the X Files, NBC is taking a run at the 30 somethings. Who wouldn't watch the wholesome Dr. Quinn medicine woman, even if you paid them in Starbucks coffee gift certificates? (laughs) So, Dark Skies, uh, which gets one star, and Profiler, which gets no stars. Holy hell. Is what they're talking about. Have you seen either Dark Skies or Profiler? No, I'm not typically sitting home watching television on a Saturday night. Well, that's the thing. Is they're sticking this on Saturday nights, the, probably the worst night of the week to what for television. Right. right? Because like, people are out. Yeah, I mean, the only people at home watching TV are like retirees, maybe. We're, our, we're out at Clutch Cargo's on Saturday night. Yeah. That's for, for those of you not in the greater Michigan area. That's a that's a dance club, or have a nice day cafe. <laughs> we have fun. Or JD's Key Club. There's a good local reference. And no, it's not uh, what you think with the keys. It's, no, it's not, not a giant swingers club. Oh, well, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of keys of cocaine, but oh. kilos. No, I was thinking of the keys in the fishbowl. Wow. All right, we're going back to 1977 here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, uh, yeah, people are out. <clears throat> They're not watching Dark Skies. My mom loves the profiler, though. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. The Zero Star Profiler. She's a fan. Interesting. Dark Skies pretty much is a pretty blatant X-Files ripoff, so... I get what they're saying there. But I I've, I watched one episode of that and uh, was not impressed. But what I am also not impressed with, apparently, I haven't seen it actually, is this is our, our good friend Mike Duffy, Captain Videophile. Okay. It's code name Blah for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> 
Blah. Yeah, codename Blah. Okay. You might recognize uh, this dude right here. Mm, no. That's Scott Bakula. Okay. Scott Bakula and Maria Bello play squabbling spies. The new CBS comedy drama series, a pale echo of superior shows such as Moonlighting and Remington Steel. Remember Remington Steel? No. <laughs> Oh, I don't, you don't, Grandpa. You don't remember that was that was out in the eighties, like the early eighties. Okay, but was I watching that kind of television in the early eighties? I don't know. I don't know what you were doing in the early eighties. We weren't dating then. I was uh, playing Barbies and uh, watching fucking um, <laughs> Bill Nye, or I don't know. What? Like... Why would you be? <laughs> Bill Nye's a current show. What are you talking about? <laughs> Care Bears. I watched Care Bears. Sure. <laughs> God. <laughs> Remington Steele with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan was Remington Steele. And remember the, the woman on the show? No. Stephanie Siebless. Okay. Anyway, so uh, you never watched Moonlighting either, did you? No, sir. Well, you know who that is. That's... What's his face? Bruce Willis. Okay. And uh, what's her face? Nope. Come on. I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't remember her name either, actually. It starts with a C, I think. It's not Candace. Colleen? No. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, let's see. It follows the exploits of a pair of bantering industrial espionage agents. What not, what, what kind of agents? <laughs> S-S-P what now? <laughs> the SP Awards. <laughs> Bacula, the affable former star of NBC's Quantum Leap, my favorite show of all time, right? portrays the handsome, semi-klutzy Mr. Smith. Okay. That's his code name. And the curvy newcomer Maria Bello is the gorgeous, non-klutzy Mrs. Smith. So apparently they pay, like they they are they're a couple like or they're portraying a couple mm-hmm. they're spies portraying a couple portraying a married couple. I mean, it might be a good show. I like Scott Bakula. I like Scott Bakula too. We could check it out. All right. Um, and then how about Alicia Liss Clueless sitcom? It doesn't match Bones' oh, no. charm. No, why would they do that? Only gets two out of four stars. Now that we've gone and turned Clueless into a weekly TV series, the laughs will be even better than the groovy movie. As if. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike Duffy. Not that the sitcom version of the movie has been totally dumbed down. Amy Heckerling, the tuned-in middle-ager who directed the Alicia Silverstone hit movie, is also at the creative controls of the TV Clueless, serving as executive producer. Uh, let's see. So, Stacey Dash is back as Dion, uh, but uh, Elisa Donovan as Amber. Wallace Shawn comes back as uh, Mr. Hall. Okay. But there's no Alicia Silverstone. Instead, it's Rachel Blanchard. Hmm. How about Brittany Murphy? No, Brittany Murphy's got better things to do. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be... So NBC is wisely attempting to freshen up its fatigued Friday night schedule 
with a pair of new series built around witty adolescent girls. That's next, dumb. Next week, Clueless will be followed by something called Sabrina the Teenaged Witch, a promising bewitched type show starring Melissa Joan Hart from uh, Clarissa Explains It All. Remember Clarissa Explains It All? No. It was a good show on uh, um, whatever. But here's the thing. They're putting shows about teenagers on Friday night. Yeah, I agree. Adults don't want to watch shows about teenagers, and teenagers are not watching TV on Friday night. Yeah, it's quite stupid. I agree. But I do like shows about witches and stuff, so I mean, maybe I would be willing to stay home one Friday night to watch that show and tell you guys about it. Maybe. What show? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, the new, the one that's following Clueless. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll watch an episode of Clueless and, and an episode the of Teenage, what is it, Brittany the Teen, <laughs> Sabrina? <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I think it's based off of a comic. I kind of remember some comic called that. All right, well, I'll look into it. I'll do some research and then maybe we'll watch it next week and talk about it. Because it's next to Archie and Jughead. What's next to Archie and Jughead? Sabrina, the Teenage Witch comic. What are you talking about? Comic books? <laughs> First of all, see, I don't read comic books. I have read a couple Archie comic books, but are you talking about like in the store? It's yeah. next to Sabrina and Archie? Yeah, that's why I think I saw it, because I sometimes would grab oh. the Digest. I gotcha. And, you know, with Archie and Jughead. Riverdale. And um, I think I kind of remember seeing something like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll check it out. Yes. We'll check it out and we'll let you guys know. And next week we'll, we'll watch that. But that's all the news I have. I'm really unhappy that they're uh, turning Clueless into a show, though, because I mean, I really love the movie and I feel like they're shitting on it. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll maybe do something it's, good. Maybe it's but... good. They got some of the cast back and they got Amy Heckerling back. So yeah. I mean, maybe it's good. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I believe so. The first episode came out yesterday because uh, that newspaper is from a couple days ago. Really? But um, so we'll, we'll be watching the second episode and the first episode of the Teenage Witch show. Um, but I, I think from what I was hearing, because I read a couple things, I read a lot about entertainment stuff just for you guys. But I was reading some stuff. I think the first episode was pretty much just a rehash of the movie. Kind of like a, a setup of stuff, you know, that happened in the movie and like immediately following the movie and and all that, that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't know what second episode, where they're going with that. But anyway, we did watch the second episode of something. This yeah, week. we did. We watched another episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, Ray Romano uh, sitcom, which is getting a lot of really good reviews. Well, it's really funny. I mean, it made me laugh out loud several times. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good show. It's better than, better than I would have thought. It's very cute and charming. Yeah, it is a cute kind of family type show. Like this episode was all about. Um, I love you. Yeah, which is the name of the episode. <laughs> Well, no, it was all about, like, showing affection and love to, you know, your wife and or your family or whatever. Yeah, because they start out with uh, two people mauling each other <laughs> in a pizza place. 
Yeah. They're on a double date. And it's always awkward when you're on a double date and the other couple is, you know, getting down in front of you. But I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awkward. You're right. <laughs> He's like, I didn't order foreplay. Did you order foreplay? Right. I, I didn't realize that they were married. At one point, yeah. he says they, they've been married for two years. I didn't realize. First of all, that's pretty good after two years. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize. I thought they were dating. I didn't know they were married. Well, and I mean, one of them said she's loose. I don't, I, I don't remember which one. Ray said she's loose. And it's like, if that's his wife, she's not loose. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was a really you, mean thing to say. Right. Yeah, Ray was being very... Ray doesn't like love and affection. <laughs> no. Well, uh, very that, uncomfortable with it. Not that he doesn't like it, but he didn't grow up with it. That's what we come to find out is that they did not say I love you in his house. Right. What a weird way to grow. I cannot imagine growing up without ever being told I love you. Oh, baby. That's how I grew up. Aw. That's so sad. Yeah, like, I could probably count on one hand the amount of times my mom and dad said I love you to me. How about to each other? Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever heard them say it to each other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, my parents weren't, you know, each other's biggest fan either, but they at least told me I love you a lot. So. Yeah, no, we didn't We didn't hear it growing up. My <laughs> my brother and sisters and I did not hear I love you growing up. I'm sorry. Well, it just was the way it is. Is it weird for you to say I love you? No, because I think I intentionally wanted to be different than that. Okay. Like, I recognized that it wasn't healthy while I was growing up and wanted to not be that way. I think he grew up, and I think a lot of people, I think you can go either way, but I think he grew up just thinking that's this is how things are. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like like my my dad and mom and I never, like, hugged or said I loved you or really showed much affection wow. at all. Yeah, I mean, we all hugged. That's how it is. I never saw my parents kiss except once, but they hugged each other. Yeah, I don't know. I think my mom and dad might have kissed one time at a wedding. Like, <laughs> uh, um, when, I think my, maybe my sister's wedding? I don't know. Maybe hmm. that's maybe that's it. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know why he did it, but my dad just grabbed my mom and gave her a great big kiss. And then she got really mad and pushed him away. Oh. Like, yelled at him. <laughs> she didn't want... To show affection. Yeah. That was weird. But, um, anyways, in this episode, mm-hmm. Deborah is upset because Bernie, his friend, is like, oh, you know, go ahead and kiss your wife then, because, you know, mm-hmm. and he won't do it. He just gives her a peck. Right. And so he's trying to figure out why he's so uncomfortable with affection. And he talks to his dad. That was a weird uh, situation. His dad's like, like we don't live in a fairyland, Raymond. Right. What are you what thinking? The fuck? People don't just say that. <laughs> yeah, people don't he's walk like, well, around don't you, saying that to don't each Don't you other. say, you, I love you to mom? And he's like, yeah, that's a personal question. <laughs> he gets into a lot of personal things here, Raymond. It's like, you're my father. You know, it doesn't seem like everyone loves him. <laughs> right. By the way. <laughs> So, I don't know. I mean, like, the comedy in the episode was 
around the issue. The issue was was mm-hmm. there though. I mean, like at what like at one point, uh, his brother Robert had been using their shower. Yeah, and he broke it. He just pulled it right out of the wall because he's a fucking monster. <laughs> And then Ray's like, when we were kids, he wasn't allowed to pet the cats. <laughs> and then later... That's got to hurt his dating life, right? Right. Then later, they're all, like, freaking out and telling each other they love each other and hugging each other because, you know, it's been brought up. Mm-hmm. And he grabs Deborah, which seems weird. That does seem weird. And he's hugging her and telling her she, he loves her. And, and Raymond's he really, like... He really violently grabbed her yeah. on the back of the head, too. And then Raymond's like... Remember the cat, Robert? Like, did he fucking Lenny a cat? I think he might have, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's... What I like about this show, and what I like about this episode, is, like you said, the humor, all the writing and everything is surrounding this issue, but it's also, at the same time, informing us about these characters yeah like it's building these relationships and things it's doing all the groundwork that a show needs to do to establish character and relationships to build like out an actual world and show that people can become invested in Mm -hmm. so i like that i think i think they're going about things the right way they're not rushing it they're giving us little bits more about the characters each week and they're learning, I'm sure, about these characters as we're learning about these characters. And, and I like the way that things are being built. So I, I definitely think it's it's a show that has potential for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely uh, I'll be watching next week. I hope you guys watch next week. too. Yeah. I don't know if we'll talk about it next week because we'll no. probably talk yeah. about Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But, <laughs> uh, but you can. And uh, Clueless. Yeah. And Clueless. How about Starless? How about uh, Charmless? The fuck? I don't know. Alrighty. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see if it's good. We'll see um, if Rachel Blanchard or whatever her name is can uh, do it justice. Yeah, well, I mean, that's part of the problem is Alicia Silverstone. So awesome. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone makes that movie. Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's a Remember hokey... that movie we saw where, she, where everyone wanted to fuck her? Yeah, the babysitter. <laughs> But I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of like a hokey movie that's making fun of itself. And if this television show doesn't get the right tone and tries to take it seriously, it's really going to fuck it up. Oh, absolutely. For sure. We'll see. I like Wallace Shawn, though. Yeah, me too. Inconceivable. <laughs> um, the this, movie. This week. Yeah, we watched, a, we watched a film. We did. We wasted our time and money going to the theater. <laughs> This was your pick, kind of. It was our pick, sort of. He wanted to make sure we watched something that I'd like, so he picked the girliest movie, and it was awful. The First Wives Club. I did not like it. It's a, it's weird, okay? So, few comedies uh, take the bold decision to open with a suicide. Right? <laughs> But this one does, and it's not played for laughs. It's totally, it's very straight Yes, across the board. I don't know. Is it supposed to be a comedy? I mean, they've got all these comedic actors. Yeah. The occasional setup that seems like it's supposed to be for a joke. But mostly it was serious, but crazy serious. Some of it's pretty madcap, you know, because they have... 
the scene where they're slapping each other and and yeah, I mean, there's like you said, it's it's Goldie Hawn, comedic actress. I mean, mm-hmm. she's done serious stuff as well, but for the most part, comedic actress. I love her in House Sitter and uh, um, that Overboard. Yeah, Overboard's awesome. Uh, and then um, Bad Midler. Mm-hmm. comedic actress she was in um hocus pocus a few years ago yeah what's that movie she did with shelly long where they're twins beaches oh no oh, no they're that's barbara hershey they're both twins her and shelly long are sisters and then there's another set of shelly long and and bet midler's and their sisters i've never heard it, of this or t- seen it it turns out that they're twins but they got switched. So there are two sets of twins that got switched at birth. And one's like they're rich and snooty and the other ones they're like poor and stuff like that. And it's, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, we'll have to watch that movie. It's actually kind of a funny movie. Sounds interesting. But anyway, and then we have Diane Keaton, mm-hmm. uh, you know, her of the, uh, she was in some Woody Allen movies, I think, uh, way back when, right? I have no idea. I think so. I think she was in the, uh, whatever, won an Academy Award movie. Okay, whatever. Caroline in the city, or whatever it was called. Nah. Um. Yeah, it was just a bad movie, though. Like all the stuff that's set up that's supposed to be funny, it's not funny. Bronson Pinchot's in it. Balky Bartokamus himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maggie Smith, a legendary British actress, is in it for five minutes. Yeah, there's a ton of, like, really good actors and actresses in this movie. Mm-hmm. The acting is not the problem. Uh, striptease and uh, Saved by the Bell alum Elizabeth Berkley. <laughs> yep. Probably doing her best acting ever um, by pretending to be a bad actress. Sarah Jessica Parker from uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and Square Pegs. She was on a show called Square Pegs back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. She's in it. And I think she was in a movie called Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Maybe. In the I 80s. Don't. But anyway, yeah, she's in it as well. She's she's I, she's the hottest non-hot girl that's ever existed, probably. Because <laughs> she's always dressed up as, like, the hot girl, but she's not hot. I think she's hot. She's got a, she's got a good body. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes to be hot. No, no, there has to be a face component to it. She also doesn't have a bad face. I mean, her nose is not great, but uh, otherwise she's good. She's got, her features are so severe. Uh-huh. I think she's pretty. I, 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 I'd do her. Okay. <laughs> oh, good for you. Unfortunately, uh, though, uh, Mark would not. So sorry, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> yeah, we come as a package, too. <laughs> um, I, uh... Yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. No. It's first the, the tone of the movie is weird. Mm-hmm. A, as you mentioned, at times it wants to be funny, at times it wants to be serious. It wants to deal with serious issues. Goldie Hawn's talking about how there are no parts for 45-year-old actresses in Hollywood except for like the mom. She's right. It's a you know, a insightful or whatever cutting remark but they don't do anything with that at all right there's so many things they don't do things with uh 
what's her name? Diane Keaton's daughter is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just played as a joke, mostly. They don't yeah. really do anything with that either. I mean, at one point, they go to a lesbian club mm-hmm. to talk to her daughter, and then Goldie Hawn gets, like, hit on and stuff. So, I mean, there was they're all that. Like, yeah, Goldie Hawn plays a famous actress, so they're all like, oh, this actress, I knew she was a lesbian and all this stuff and everything. And it's like, now she's married to Kurt Russell. Okay. Well, in real life, she is. Um... Well, actually, no, they're not married. They're, they're dating for, you know, hundreds of years. They're, they're, ne- they're never going to get married. Right. And the, the plot of the movie was just kind of ridiculous because they all decide to form this first wives club. That's the name of the movie. That's the, they call their business. And they're trying to get revenge on their husbands. They don't really establish that. Speaking of clueless, by the way, Dan Hedaya's in this movie as Bette Midler's ex-husband. Yeah. It's a, the dad from Clueless. But they don't really establish either. They talk about it a little bit, but they don't really do much of the groundwork of, like, we're the first wives, like, our husbands became rich and powerful, and we helped them along the way, and that's why they're there. But it's like, they also had to come from rich families, too. I mean, there are four women that went to college in 1969. Mm. So you're not from a... A poor family going to college in the the late sixties as a woman usually. I don't think. I, I don't, doesn't seem like it. I don't know. I mean, my mom went to college in the seventies, and her family was not rich. I don't know if that. What? Why are you shaking your head at me? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I mean, like Goldie Hawn's character actually was rich on her own because she's a famous actress. Uh huh. And her husband was getting alimony. Right. So. Yeah, her husband, it it was the exact opposite. The husband, like the husband didn't help her, or she didn't help the husband. Well, no, she did. She helped the husband with his Mm -hmm. career. Yeah. Okay, forget it. Yeah. They all helped their husbands with their careers, I'm sure. Yeah. And then they take over their husband's careers. They all do take over their husband's jobs, essentially. Yeah. Which, I mean, whatever, like, maybe, maybe we're just not the right audience for this movie. Yeah. Well. We're not first wives. And we're not, you know, in our, like, 50s or whatever. Do you know what? You know what feels very... So, there's a lot of... There's a lot of toothlessness to this movie. This movie doesn't have the guts to take on hard topics. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have the guts to, like, make fun of or make comedy out of uncomfortable things, really. But what I think is... One of the most disappointing things about this movie is that uh, Stockard Channings kills herself at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And she's driven to suicide by depression, I would assume, and partially because her husband leaves her for Heather Locklear and she feels alone and, and all this stuff and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so she kills herself. They form this thing to get revenge on their husbands. And then they come up with this big plan, right? We're going to, you know, do something for her because she killed herself. They never get revenge on on that husband. No. Nothing bad happens to him. He just gets to feel Heather Locklear up at his first wife's funeral. It's awful. And that's okay. And nothing happens to him. Their big plan is, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing or anything, 
But they they build a uh, a shelter for women. Yeah, crisis center. Yeah, and it's like that's good, but also at the same time you should get revenge on him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is good that like once they've scratched their uh, revenge itch, that they've <laughs> put their mind and money together to you know do something good. Yeah, but I mean, the whole time I'm thinking like, man, I feel so bad for these rich white women. You know, like, you know money is not everything though i mean they, I, they all got cheated on well yeah i mean well they didn't all get cheated on i think uh i mean i guess diane i didn't Ke- say that diane keaton definitely did yeah with her therapist that was fucked up they're sharing a therapist yeah. and then she finds out the therapist is, cheat- is sleeping with her husband yeah that lady should have lost her license talk about revenge take her license <laughs> Exactly. What the fuck? There's a lot of logical inconsistencies to this movie. There's a lot of just flaw. Like, the premise is fine. The premise of the movie is fine, but the execution is severely flawed. Yeah. From the fact that this movie doesn't know what it wants to be, doesn't know if it wants to be a comedy, doesn't know if it wants to be a drama, doesn't know if it wants to be... See, and there's different types of comedy. At times, it tries to be madcap and zany, but... That's not, this plot line is not madcap and zany. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it should be dark humor. But the writers do not know how to write no. dark humor. No, I mean, like the, like I said, the actors are great. The story is awful. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of really good acting in this movie. But really bad writing. And the direction is not good. I don't know who directed the movie, but it's not... There's, it's too scattershot. It's all over the place. It goes, it just lurches from one scene to the next. There's not a lot of cohesion in this. And I mean, it felt too long. It felt boring. Like, I don't know. It did. It did feel long and boring. It's just, I think there was maybe too many storylines too, because you got all these different characters with their own separate issues. And yeah. Yeah, that's that's true too. And then we have the Diane Keaton voiceover the entire time. Yeah, and Why? I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, a very, very, very weird and bizarre and bad movie. You know, speaking of uh, whatever that movie that Diane Keaton was in, Woody Allen should have Annie Hall. That's the movie I'm thinking of. Uh, Woody Allen should have directed this movie. <laughs> yeah, he could do dark Woody humor. Allen could have directed a dark humor, you know, like we're getting revenge and tied it all together. It could have it the plot the separate plot lines could have worked, the three separate plot lines if they could have tied it together somehow. Mm-hmm. But it's never tied together. The only thing that that holds these three men together is the fact that they were married to these three separate women who are all friends. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing else that ties what's going on with one to the other to the other. You know, ideally, structuring this plot, they'd have related businesses. Yeah. In some way. But, that would have been good. But they don't. And because the one guy's like a publicist, they, they sort of do that at the end when the women take over. The one guy's a publicist, the other guy owns, or PR person or whatever, the other guy owns an electronics store or a furniture store or something. And they could have worked together. Yeah. And the other one's in the movie industry. 
Uh, I, I don't know how they could have tied that in. Mm-mm. But, I mean, they would have had to have him be something else. I don't know. Yeah, just very poorly executed. I like Goldie Hawn poking fun at the plastic surgery. She's definitely had <laughs> Yeah. Like, somebody said, has she had worked on there? Like, honey, she's a quilt. Right. Yeah. Her lips, um, they, they did collagen. And do you think they really did collagen? How do you do that to somebody's lips? I, I, think, I think it was fake. I think those lips were fake. Mm. There's prosthetics and stuff like that. That's gross. I don't think Goldie Hawn's actually had lip treatment. Maybe she has. I don't know. But she's had other stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, uh, what's his name? Rob Reiner, who's in this movie for four seconds, right. uh, comes in and says, if I give you another facelift, you'll be able to blink your mouth. Something like that. Yeah. Not good. No, but it's, yeah, that's the that's the type of, that's the quality of humor in the movie. I just found very little to like about it. I'm trying to think if there was anything I liked about it. I mean, I, I like Goldie Hawn. I like all of them. I, I like all those actresses. I like Bed Midler a lot. Uh, but Bed Midler's fine. I don't know. I mean, she's a great singer, but as far as acting like singer? Singer. Mm, okay. I don't know. Everything that she says, I just imagine her saying as the witch from Hocus Pocus and it messes with me. Oh, okay. I don't know why well, that is. She's been in lots of good uh, <laughs> I know. Movies. Like, Beaches is awesome. She but. won an Academy Award for that. I'm a singer, and and this older singer's taking me under his wing, and then uh, he kills himself. No idea what you're talking about. I don't know. They remade that movie like three times, but I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she won an Academy Award for that. Uh, Chris Christopherson and her. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. Well, I don't remember what it's But called. I believe you. Anyway, and she was in The Rose and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And she's a good singer. I like her. But this movie sucks. Don't see this movie. Don't go see it. Let it fail. Let it die on the vine. Maybe they won't even make a, a video of it. They shouldn't. <laughs> Let's just burn it. <laughs> Let's burn the film. Burn right. It. It'll be Hollywood's dirty little secret. There you go. Yeah, one of many. Right. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's the show. That's all we're doing for you today. So next week, Clueless and uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Next week will be better. I don't know what we're seeing next week, but what what what's wrong with this week? <laughs> what why are, why are you shitting on our show there, dear? No, I'm saying we're, we'll be talking about things that are better. Well, so, well, hopefully. I don't know what the movie we're seeing is, but I'm sure it'll be better than this. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, Carol, do your thing and let's get the fuck out of here. Write us at latefee1994 at com. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yep. And uh, tell your friends. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.